Today, I learned it is official. I got my new apartment. Yes! <laughs> I'm very, very excited about this. Welcome back to Walk with Wade. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this apartment has not been easy to find. <laughs> it was not easy to apply for. It was actually quite easy to interview for, which I'll explain in a minute. But now I have it. I have been approved by the co-op board for this apartment. And somewhere around January 4th, I will be moving from Long Island City, from this beautiful high-rise, 17 floors up above the earth, with a gorgeous skyline, but $4,000 rent, to Hell's Kitchen, the top floor of a five-floor elevator building, south-facing, with two small windows, not much of a view, but a very comfortable, home-like very New York City-like vibe. If you think of the Friends apartment from the show, or Seinfeld, it feels like that, although not as big and grand as like the Friends apartment. That was quite a humongous apartment, by the way. That, that place would have not been cheap. Um, Seinfeld, one bedroom, still kind of a big living room. Yeah, it, it's probably about that, that kind of sort of situation what I'm moving into. And, um, and I'll be moving there, and... $2,500 rent, so $1,500 a month back in my pocket. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very happy looking looking forward to that. Um, okay, so if you've listened to the podcast, you heard some episodes a while back about apartment shopping and the pains in the butt that go with that, especially in New York. There's a lot of bait and switch situations going on. Um, a lot of really good looking photographs and then you show up and they're either, um, using a fisheye style lens that makes everything look larger than it really is. And then you end up walking into a closet for $3,000 or literally not the same apartment at all, which is what happened to me as well. And that one really, that one really bugged me. And I have to say something, it's such a bummer and I'm sure that it's like not, Barbara Corcoran, like the billionaire that understands this is probably happening, but it is happening. Numerous listings in the Street Easy app for New York City were duds, were falsified photographs, or not even the same apartment that was photographed in the listing. And a lot of those listings were Corcoran, Corcoran Realty. And I was like, I was just like so bummed about that because I feel like it's an honest brand just because I like like enjoyed her on Shark Tank. I know that that is like a pathetic like uh decision to make, but it's not but it's true. She represents her brand and then I liked her honestness of uh her character on the show and I was like, yeah, yeah, I would like to help. I would like to purchase through Corcoran, you know, find my apartment and then doing it a few times like checking out listings. I was like, man, what the heck? Like on the ground level, there's a lot of shisty stuff going on here. But anyways, kept going. And then I found another apartment, Hell's Kitchen area, ground floor, uh, studio style apartment. I put a deposit down and I could have had it, could have been mine. And I just like, I just like made a gut decision at the end there to, 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 be, to bail out of it. I was like, I think, I think this isn't the one. I think I'll be 60%, 65% satisfied 
I think I was rushing into it because I was so frustrated with the other, uh, like with the situation that was going on with the home search and the fact that I found one that seemed decent. And I was like, let's just go for it. It's decent. And so I put the money down and then I made a gut decision to to basically eat the money, $500 deposit, just, just ate it. And was like, you know what? I'm not going to take the apartment. And he said, you're going to lose the deposit. I was like, I know. I understand. That's just part of the deal. It sucks, but that's why the deposit's there. And um, I kept looking. And I came across this ad, this lovely ad. It was, I was, I was like one of the first people probably to see it. I got like notified of this new ad that just got onto the site, looked at the photographs and was like, oh my gosh, the location is perfect. It's just like two blocks away from Central Park. It's like five blocks away from Broadway. It's just a couple blocks away from cafes that I really enjoy to co-work from. It's a block away from Columbus Circle, which is where some really cool spots that I like to enjoy are right there. It's next to gyms. It's got lots of restaurants around it. It's like on a New York City like street. Like It, it, fe- it felt very Man- Manhattan location. And then I saw the photographs inside and I was like, this looks like it could be a home, a home where I could break up work and enjoying play. And there were some, there were some things to like, uh, um, you always have to give and take when it comes to New York City. And there were definitely some things that I was giving up with this place. Um, it doesn't have an oven. It actually has quite a small kitchen in, in, in general. It's got a two burner stove. It's got a large fridge that doesn't need to be, I don't need a fridge that big. I never need a, I never need a full-size fridge, but it's got a large fridge that honestly seems a little bit too big for the space. Um, and the way that it's like set in, it's kind of like set to the side of the kitchen on the other wall because there was just no space in the kitchen. So it's got a small kitchen. So I'll be working, I'll be working with that. I do have an air fryer, which is a funny story in itself that I just got recently. Um, so that kind of doubles as an oven, honestly. And I'm going to make that part work. But then you go down a hallway and it's got a smaller bedroom and a closet in the hallway, a small bathroom. So like I am downsizing in a lot of like size. It's also an aged building. I'm not exactly sure when, but it's like typical New York City, like kind of like older style building. I currently live in something that's brand spanking new, but the rent's short, the rent's smaller, which I love. And the view, the just a couple small windows, and they face south, and they kind of face towards the interior of the other buildings surrounding it. So I lose the view. And when I started to like weigh all that out, what I really, really wanted was a central located place where I step out my door and into New York City. And I know that that sounds weird because I've been living in New York City for 15 months now, but... Long Island City does not feel like New York City. It honestly almost feels like <laughs> like, a, like a different state, almost like a New Jersey vibe. Because the minute I go out of my building, I go right into a subway and I go over to Manhattan. There's really just nothing in Queens or Manhattan that is like that like pulls me in. When I walk around the area that I live in, I'm not I'm not really impressed with it. It doesn't it doesn't do a whole lot for me. But when I walk around in Manhattan, I like there is an energy that surrounds that whole place, and it just it just welcomes me in. I feel like I'm supposed to be there, so I cannot wait to just like go out the door, right onto the sidewalk, and be in Manhattan. I am so looking forward to it. Ugh. The other thing that I wanted was I wanted the place to feel like home, and I think it's got some character to it. Like 
the way it's laid out, kind of like the flooring, the way the kitchen is, even the way the windows are, just kind of like the way that it feels. It feels like a lived-in home. It does give a New York City vibe. You know, the stereotypes of what I've been seeing of a New York City home, when you look, think of like 90s sitcoms, that's kind of like what's always been in my head as a child. You know, we watch Seinfeld every day for dinner for like my entire childhood. So like that, that image of that apartment is like baked into my head as like, this is New York City living. And so when I saw those photos and then when I stepped into it, when I got the tour, I just immediately like fell in love. I was like, yes, this is a New York City apartment. This is my home. I can make this place feel like home. Hell yeah. I mean, it already felt like home and I didn't even have anything in it. So I love that. I love that. I love that. So then I go to apply for it. Okay, no problem. Now, New York City has a rule and like it's a fair rule. It's fine. You got to make sure people can comfortably pay their rent, but it's 40 times rent. So, so here's the deal. Whatever the rent is a month, you have to multiply that by 40 and you have to be able to prove that you make that much a year, right? So for instance, this $4,000 apartment, I had to prove $160,000, you know? And like, it's not like it's impossible to do, like, like I can do it, but it was like, damn, that just like shows so much. So then $2,500 rent, that was so much easier. I was like, I just prove 100,000 because I have a full-time job and then I have side contracts. And you know, those contracts, you know, some of them are annually, some of them are like, like every few months we do a new contract. One of them's like word of mouth. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was just always like hard to uh, justify that I make that much money without like showing them like contracts and getting like my, my clients to like write additional letters saying, when this contract expires, we will have another contract for them. We've had more contracts for them for like these many years. Like this is going to work, right? All of those sort of situations. Um, but then proving this, I was just able to use just bubble up and just be like, here, this is what I make. See, I make enough. And they're like, okay, cool. But I had to gather all these other documents together. And I'll be honest, it felt like I was, it felt like the way it felt when I was buying my condo in Denver. If you don't know me that long, uh, I lived in Denver for four years. While I was living there, I had bought a condo in downtown. Um, and going through that process was just like, man, you got to prove everything. You got to show everything, which I get. You're, you're, loan, you're getting a loan for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I get it. But like for an apartment, this is the most in-depth I've ever had to go to show that like like all of my finances, all of my tax information, my employment information, like credit checks and criminal checks and like all that stuff, like which is fine, but it's just like a process. Like when I got done with it, I was like, holy crap, this is a hell of an application packet that I'm sending in. So then we went through that and we got through that and that was fine. Then I had to give all these checks up front, right? You know, the first month, the last month, security deposit and then since I'm um since there's a broker involved I had to pay a one month fee to the broker that's just part of it some some places are no fee this was not the case this was a fee apartment so I had to pay so so basically I had to give up like I had to give up like $10,000 up front right 2500 first rent 2500 uh um uh last month 2500 security deposit $2,500 broker free, broker fee. And it's like, holy crap. Like, and I gave that like a month ago. <laughs> I'm not even moving until the end of this month. It's like, okay. And then once we do all of that, I then, I, it's, it's basically like I'm approved. I signed the lease, but I'm not approved approved because this building has a co-op. So what it is, this building that I'm in, this building basically has like four entrances on the road. It's a five-story building, and I'm, I think there's probably three or maybe four apartments on each floor. So 
let's go with three. So that's five times 15 times four entrances at 60. So there's like 60 units that are owned. The people that own those units are all a part of a co-op and the co-op just makes sure that like you're all in a group, right? You take care of your public spaces together. If they're, if the whole building needs like a roof, like your maintenance fees go into that. If there's like a flood or a plumbing leak or, you know, what have you, like anything, the co-op all comes together to make sure that the entire building, you know, is taken care of. Well, with that, if you are renting in that building, and maybe even if you're buying, I assume if you're buying as well, you have to interview with the co-op board, which is everybody there. So I eventually got my interview, had my interview, and really it wasn't like a huge Zoom thing or anything like that. It was just like two people, but it was, um, you know, the superintendent, and um, I think the head of the co-op board was there. And we got to talking, and honestly, it was I was like, I don't know what to expect from this. I've never done a co-op board interview before, but okay, what's up? And we talked and we joked, and he told me about things that like he really cares about and you know, you know, what the community's like there and all of that. And we had a really good like back and forth conversation. It was very, it was very easygoing. A couple minutes into it, I was kind of like, oh, I'm gonna be fine. This is just this is just making sure that like I'm not a crazy person, and also like just making sure that like we jive well together, and we we totally did. So that's going to work out just fine. So um, one thing that he did say, though, which was really funny, is like we were joking. I said, like, you know, what are the people like in the building? You know, um, is everybody friends with everybody in there? I explained, like, it's not really the case in my place. I'm actually surrounded by a ton of students, like college students. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's like I don't I don't seem to, like, fit in. I don't really know my neighbors. And I was like, I really miss that. I grew up where I grew up. Like, you know, your neighbors. And I, I'd like to know my neighbors. You know, think about like Seinfeld again, like. You know, the, he knew the neighbors, right? Everybody knew everybody. And that's what I was like really see, seeking out is like, I want my Seinfeld. <laughs> I want my own personal Seinfeld. I want to be Jerry, right? And so um, he jokes and then he laughs and he, he, goes, he goes, yeah, 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 everything's great. But you know, like New York City, you know, New York City law, you must have at least like one crazy person in every building. And I was like, yeah, a Kramer. Do you guys have a Kramer? He goes, oh yeah, we got a Kramer. You'll meet him. I'm not going to tell you who he is. You, you'll, you'll find out on your own. And I was like, oh. <gasps> okay, 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 I'm going to have my Kramer, <laughs> which would be so cool. So I'm really looking forward to like meeting the neighbors and seeing like what everyone's about and like what personality traits are around there. I'm, I'm really looking forward to all of that. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet the Kramer <laughs> of the building. That'd be so fun. I will be friends with that guy <laughs> or girl. I don't know. I don't know if it's a guy or girl or Kramer. Um, anyways, so that happened on Friday. The weekend went by, and today I heard officially, you were approved by the co-op board. And I was like, that's the last step. And that is the last step. So currently, the, the current resident is moving out at the end of the year here. They're going to go in there and repaint the walls. So they need a couple days to do that. And then probably, maybe like January 4th or 5th. I'll be able to move in, which is great because I need to move out of this current apartment. I'm pretty sure by January 6th or 7th, maybe 8th. Um, so we're, we're, we're kind of tight there, but we got enough time. I'm going to hire some movers to help me move my stuff over. And then we are there. We are in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. So I can't wait for that. You're obviously going to hear about it. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see about it as well. I'll, I'll, I'll share. I'll share the space with you and... Definitely, I have a lot of stuff already that's going to move into it, but 
This time through, I want to try something I've never tried before. I'm going to move in. I'm going to get, I'm going to use what I have already and just get started and just life's going to move forward. But once I'm in, I want to hire a designer that's familiar with New York City apartments and get some professional help to really create a space, like a badass apartment, like, like a guy's, like a man's apartment, but also like with lots of comforts. One thing that I've learned is, and I've known this part, I'm really good at creating a space, uh, like, like basically like I can create a workspace that I live in, if that makes sense. My, my apartments always feel like offices. <laughs> like, sure, I've got the couch, I got the bedroom, you know, I got some little things like that, but it always feels like I've, like, I don't have any paint on the walls, the artwork or whatever's on the wall is always like, like, it doesn't like connect with me. I, I like, I, like, you know, like when you go into, I'm just gonna use, like, like, girls seem to know what they're doing so much better than this. I find that, like, I'll go into a girl's house, a girl's apartment, and it's like, how do you do this? And they're like, what? I'm like, this feels like a home. It feels warm and comfortable. Like it, it says you're supposed to live here. My places always just seem, I don't know, empty, dry, functional, but not aesthetically warming. I'm always missing that thing. And I don't know how to do it. Like I go look on Pinterest and I'm like, yeah, I see cool spaces, but I don't know how to make that a reality. So I want to hire a designer and have them come in and be like, look, I want it to be like a man's place, but I want it to be comfortable, kind of like a spa. Like I want you to help me figure out how to find that middle ground and keep a masculine energy in there while also giving it, like I want the male version of the girls' apartments that I go in and go, wow, this feels like a home. I love this. Like I want to find that. So I'm going to hire somebody and hopefully they're going to help me. That's what I had to share with you today. I'm very, very stoked about this. This has been, I mean, this has been like a two-month process for this apartment to, to get to this point, and now we're done. Like, that's it. They have the money. The lease is signed. We just need the old person to move. They're going to paint, and then I get to move in. So 2022 is starting out with me in Manhattan, starting into this Seinfeld-like vibe, this feeling of I am truly in Manhattan, and I am living, and we are just going to we're just going to crush it. We're just, I'm just so, I'm just so full of energy for this. Okay. That's what I have for you. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's um, episodes, especially the little three minute episode when I talked about how I met the, the girl on the subway after doing the word search with her there for like three subway stops and then got her number. She did text me. Her name's Vanessa. Uh, she texted me and was like, you know, so since we didn't finish the word search before you left, does that mean I won? And I was like, uh, you know, she texted me like out of the blue because I wrote my phone number down in the word search book. And I said, I said, well, how about a rematch? Perhaps uh, dinner and drinks after a Christmas holiday? And she said, of course. And we 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 chit-chatted a little bit after that. And I said, okay, cool. Let's just leave it at that. And then let me reconnect with you after Christmas because my mind's full with work and Christmas stuff. And she said, yeah, me too. So we're going to connect afterwards and I'll let you know how it goes. But I have I know nothing about this girl except that little exchange on the subway. It's just like, it was just so fun. So funny. Okay, that's it for me today. I will talk to you later. I will talk to you probably tomorrow. Hope you have a fantastic day. I love you. Bye.